Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad you've joined us. And Kristen, this was kind of a big day. (laughs) We sent our youngest son off to college again. Mm -hmm. He drove away. Mm. Yes. (laughs) So how are you doing with (laughs) that? Oh, it's so bittersweet. He's such a joy and it's always so hard to see him go, but the Lord has him in great hands and he will thrive. He'll do great. So it was very tearful and emotional for all of us, (laughs) but we'll see him in two days. (laughs) We're going to go help move him in, but he has a long road trip ahead of him. So anyway, it's, yeah, it's always hard to see him go, but it was, it was special. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, well, you think you're up to this? It's another time for you to shine. Last week, you had the opportunity. Today, you're going to just continue the discussion yeah. uh, about femininity and whatever else is on your heart here. So, have at it. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm excited to share. Okay. So, we last week, we were in Ephesians 5, verses 22 to 24. And I'm going to read them just as a quick little review because I think it's really important to talk about, to just kind of review what we talked about last week because it goes so beautifully into this week. So, it says, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. And as we looked at this last week, hopefully our listeners listened last week, we see where it says, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And last week we talked about that. That piece is really, really important um, as to the Lord, because as we develop that deep relationship we talked about with the Lord, that's when we realize how much He loves us. And when we realize how much He truly loves us, that's when it is just a natural overflow and very easy when we truly understand that to be able to submit to someone that we completely trust and we know that He loves us. And so then we can translate that over to our husbands and as we talked about how as we truly get to know our husbands and truly develop that deep, intimate relationship with them, seek a deep relationship with them and really know they're a good-willed man who truly wants to love me well, you realize, I think, how much more your husband actually truly wants to love you well, and he does love you. And as you just develop that deep relationship with him and your love grows, again, the same thing happens. Your trust increases and it becomes something where your interactions are such that you you know that what they're what they're saying, what they're thinking, what they're doing is out of a place of wanting to serve the family well, wanting to serve their wife well. And and so really it's just developing that deep intimate relationship with both God and our husbands so that we can believe the best and we can speak into them what we see in them and the way God truly created. Um, God made you an an amazing, strong, powerful, loving man who serves his family well. And for me to be able to speak that into you is just really powerful. And so that's, that's a little piece of what we talked about last week. And 
I just want to kind of continue in that and then we'll move into how the feminine comes out of, of a woman. So how are you doing so far, honey? Great. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay. Well, when we look at Genesis one verses, verse 27, it says, so God created human beings in his own image in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. So we can look at this and go, okay, God created male and female to image God, to show who he is to the world. So he didn't want to just do that just through man or just through woman. He created both man and woman uniquely to show who he is. There is a difference between how a man shows who God is and how a woman shows who God is. So, But they both do. They both are meant and made to represent God. And what if part of the role of helper, because we also know that God said it was not good for man to be alone and that he wanted to make a helper for him. What if part of that role of helper for the woman is to help our husband's live out who God made them to be because who God created us to be like for a man to represent God, be the, the giver, the lover, the, um, the powerful man to represent who Jesus is. That is possible. Yes, we live in a sin filled world, but Jesus came to bring new life and to restore us back to his original design. And so if a wife can look at her husband and see the goodness of how God created him and can speak that into him, and that begins to come out of a man more and more, the goodness, the power, the believing in, in him, that is going to bring out more of the man in your man. <laughs> and As we could see from what we've studied in Ephesians 5, men are called to love their wives as Christ loves the church. And so God believes men can do that. They have what it takes from the way God made man to be able to love their wives as Christ loves the church. Of course, not perfectly. Of course, not the way Jesus has done that. But he can love them. I mean, he can be a picture of that. So I think if us as women can pour that belief into our husbands, that is going to just help the created order, what God created as the order for things to to function fully in this flourishing way that he designed, everyone's going to be better off. And when we think about how men are to love their wives as Christ loves the church, you think about how did Christ love the church? Well, Christ was Yes, he was loving, and we've talked about that a lot. Very, very loving. And he's also incredibly powerful. And I I thought about the example of when Lazarus died, and he went and he was with Mary and Martha, and he was weeping. He wept with Mary and Martha. So that just shows how loving God is and how he cared so deeply for them. And then after he wept with them, what did he do? He displayed his power by pray, by praying and asking God to raise Lazarus from the dead. 
And so it is by, by the power within Christ that Lazarus came forth. <laughs> and so Jesus is both powerful and he is loving. And that, I think, is what is really important for our men to understand and for women to understand that men are hardwired by God to be both powerful and loving, to lead in love, be the giver, and be powerful. But remembering that power is through love. And that's what changes things. I think people are so afraid of the thought of a man being powerful, but really, women really actually want that. But they want it to be in love. And the reality is when women feel loved by their powerful man, (laughs) I mean, they feel completely safe and secure. When a woman feels genuinely loved, she will easily be able to trust her husband or trust the man in her life, which makes it so much more easy to submit. So I think that's extremely important to understand. And what happens is so many times women feel the opposite of that. They feel a sense of rejection from their spouse. They sense that they are, they feel unloved by their spouse. And I really believe that's when women generally usurp their power. And when it's, it's when they're afraid is so that's when they want, suddenly they're trying to rule over their man because they feel insecure. They feel powerless. They feel afraid. And so that's when that rises up And then it just throws everything out of whack because it's not the natural order that God has designed us for. Mm -hmm. So again, for the men, the, the loving and the giving, you know, what does that look like? It looks like the, it looks like seeing your wife, listening to her, understanding her, honoring her, trusting in what she's saying being open to to hearing her heart. Those those kinds of very simple acts are incredibly powerful and make make her feel so loved. And then what was so beautiful then, the beautiful thing that happens from that place is women become her husband's complement. So they come together in a way that is that God designed that is that empowers both of them. It brings them both together as his complement and not no longer his competition. Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, then it gives the opportunity for the woman to thrive in her femininity. If she feels safe, if she feels secure, she feels like her man has this all the strength needed where she just feels and she knows that she's loved in that place, she will feel like, I can just be myself. I can just be who God created me to be, and I can let my feminine come out. And what does the feminine look like? God made women with this beautiful femininity that I think we miss out on. First of all, us as women, we miss out on getting to experience it because I I think we don't 
feel like we can or we should or we're not trusting our husband enough or whatever it is. We're missing out on it and the world is missing out on it because the feminine is it's nurturing, it's devoted, it's radiant, it's fun, playful, joyful. It's really so much freedom. Freedom to be able just to speak, to move our bodies, to dance, to laugh, and to love. And it just, it makes me realize that's when I feel like a woman comes fully alive. Her senses are alive. Her senses are awake. She's just fully alive. And then the benefit to her husband, the benefit to this world, are you kidding me? I mean, who doesn't want to have some fun? Who doesn't want to radiate some joy? You know, it's so beautiful. And there's so much just life abundant to be had in that place. And so I think if we can celebrate that we are different, celebrate that we have just a natural order of things that God has designed that we follow and trust from his word, I just think the incredible abundance of of joy and freedom and power that comes from that is just is just so exciting and I don't I just I don't want us to miss out on that. Yeah, I I agree. That that is that's really good and I think so often we do miss out on that and I mm-hmm. think that when you feel that that kind of freedom mm-hmm. it just brings so much life and mm-hmm. joy into our home. Mm-hmm. Really everyone around you feels that that energy and that that power. And I think you are learning more and more to just live in that. Mm-hmm. You know, thrive in that, flourish in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it and it does. I can tell that just brings a a freedom mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just being more aware of the beauty of the environment around us, the beauty of God's creation, just seeing things through a lens of just beauty, you know, instead of what needs to get done, (laughs) what, you know, it's really cool to start to have my mind open to just be able to, to live in the fullness of the way God made me as a woman, and I have... I mean, I have so much to learn still, but it is, it is, I think something that is really, really powerful and not only, you know, to us as individuals, but truly for the world. And I think obviously God's word is right and true. And so this, if we follow this design in the way he, he has called us to, the world will see more and more of what the relationship is, is between Christ and the church. And there is, I mean, heaven is going to be beyond what we can dream or imagine in the, the fullness of joy and intimacy and beauty. And it, why do we think on this earth life has to be just so, I don't know, full of stress. And <laughs> I really believe that we can, we can show just the joy in, in husband and wife that does reflect also the beauty of relationship with Jesus. There's just so much more in in both our relationship with our husbands and our relationship with the Lord. And it's just really exciting. So this is just a little tidbit of, of what I'm learning. And next week, I have a friend who is going to join us. And 
she, we're going to talk more about what we're learning, I guess, for in, in the area of femininity. So I'm really excited to, to have her join us as well. So, Yes, our first guest. Our first guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be so fun. Yeah, She's and, wonderful. Yeah, she is. And, and we are going to try to do that occasionally where mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have some friends of ours that will join us and be able to share some of their stories and how some of the things that we're talking about have worked in their lives and how the Lord's working in their lives in these areas. And so that will be something that we're going to kind of layer in from time to time here as we move forward. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And we do look forward to kind of continuing this, this another week. And we look <laughs> forward to having you take the journey with us. And uh, hopefully you are having the opportunity to generate some discussion among yourselves with the things that we are talking about. We really encourage you to do that. So thanks for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next week or talking to you next week. (laughs) And so until then. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.